0: You don't know me, but I know you. I see right through you, the face you think hides it all so well, the lies you tell without even thinking. My gaze sees it all. That's how I laid low the Dread Legion at the Lake of Ashes. That's how I found out the Traitors Twelve before their uprising and gave them what they deserved. And that's how I saw that Lottie Lerman was going to set the world on end cleanse it of its duplicity, and install something rich and beautiful in its place. When I pledged myself to the Lord of the Infinite Lands, he said we were going to go and build the world we had always wanted to live in. Well, let me tell you, to a no-name farmer's daughter from Sunrise Fields, that sounded pretty sweet. So I served him. I did a good job, too. I was his greatest soldier no matter what that baron will tell you. But then I found out the Pharaoh lied, too. Everyone had lied. It was all a game. There was something buried deep in the foundations of Slumberland that showed me the truth when I looked into its eyeless sockets. The story had been fixed from the very beginning. From the timeless moment when our world came into being and the man who had done the fixing had picked a part to play in the big show just for the fun of it. When I saw it all laid out before me, I felt sick to my stomach. I couldn't play a part in it anymore. So I left. I took a fishing boat and sailed out over the windark Sea, past the serpentine horrors and the twin pillars at the border of the unknown, and into the world of waking. A stranger to local customs, I passed myself off as a foreigner in a country full of them, yet filled with hate for them all the same. In my wanderings, I saw so many things, but none of them were answers. Eventually, I began to wonder if there was any such thing in this world, or the one I'd left. But there was always a single hope that remained. Every once in a while, I'd try to find a certain place I'd been to when I was younger where I'd met a most remarkable girl. It was dark that night. There were no stars. I could just make out the black blob of the house among the endless cornfields. A charming sight, in a rustic kind of way. I came in quietly as I could through the back. It wasn't locked. Not that it mattered. Upstairs, the man and woman were lying asleep. But they weren't what I was here for. In the next room, there was a crib with a child in it. No more than two weeks old. There was something unique about her even then. But I wasn't the only one who noticed. The
1: goddamn fairy godmothers had beat me to it. Sisters, I see it. I see it also. I see nothing. This is not the child, sister. Look further. It dwells within. The seed of creation. Deep, deep inside. potential. Nothing more. Then why do we bother? Every child has a chance. The Sovereign asks for nothing less than certainty. He does not know the way of these things. This is the saint to be. I know it. The saint who was. The saint who still is. I need no semantics from you, still flame. Earth skin. Show me what you see. I will. Enter her dreams once more. Past the clouds. Down into the pit. As far down as you could go. There. In the water. You see it? See how it pulses. See how it breathes. I see Oh. By the oracle. Such potential. Such- Power. Power to create and destroy in equal measure. The mark of the Oneronot. Are we agreed then, sisters? I am. Let us take her now while we still can. I shall conjure the spell. No, you don't. Dread sister, what business do you have here? Oh, you know, baby snatching. Say, what a coincidence. You have no right to her. The Sovereign has laid his claim on the child. That's a whole
0: lot of bullshit. There ain't no register for reserving other people's babies, and you know it.
1: Do you wish to make this a fight, fiend?
0: That won't be necessary. I'm sure we can work something out.
1: What offer could you make that we could accept? You both want the child, and neither will let the other have it. This would be a lot easier if they were twins. How about this?
0: Instead of tearing this place to pieces in some big apocalyptic confrontation... ...which you would lose. Possibly. But there's the not inconsiderable risk of harming what we came for in the first place. Hmm? She's not wrong,
1: sister. Finally I get a little credit. Finish your sentence. What do you propose instead? We both go our separate ways. And leave her
0: be. You are joking. Hold on. I ain't finished. Once she's old enough to know anything, we each send our men to sell her on our side. Then we'll see who she chooses.
1: We cannot countenance this, sisters. The risk is too great.
0: <laughs> the risk that she likes my
1: side better. If you send Creaky Gold Point to win her over, don't be too surprised. What guarantee would we have that you would not snatch her the moment we turned our back? You have your looking glass back in that big palace of yours, don't you? You can keep an eye on her. And your lord will do the same? Of course. But what if she
0: chooses wrongly? You cannot trust a teenage girl to show wisdom.
1: Maybe you should give her some more credit. She has a point, Stillflame. This is no ordinary teenage girl we are speaking of. If she already bears such a gift at this age, imagine what insight she will have then. You forget the power of this kind can cloud insight, sister. She might be swallowed in the maelstrom of her own mind's eye. You've proven me right. Let us dispatch this harpy now and complete our task.
0: Now, you wouldn't hit a lady with glasses, would you? Ah!
1: Look away, sisters!
0: Don't worry, I'm just giving you a taste. You don't want to see me playing for keeps.
1: So be it. If compromise it must be, then I will not stand in the way. Swell. Bye-bye, then. For now, tread carefully, Dread Sister. We will remember this. Got it. Till the next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Whoa.
0: I cast one last glance at the child, still sleeping soundly despite it all, and hurried off before her father got up and brought out the shotgun. That would have been... awkward. Now, as fate would have it, 18 of your years later, there I was back in the waking world. More precisely, sitting at the desk in the office of our little makeshift lair, sorting through some papers, when the call came. Superintendent.
2: Miss Kuntzler, we got a big problem. They got the mayor.
0: Speak clearly. Who's got the mayor? Crazy
3: fella by the name of Barrett. He's holed up in city hall, asking for your associate by name.
4: I think she'd be wise to accept the
0: invitation. Oh, she will believe me, Superintendent. Not to worry. This will be pitched up in a jiffy. Tell o- Dwayne! What's the matter? The call's out. Get her ready.
4: Where is it this time?
0: City Hall. The mayor's being held hostage by someone called Barrett.
4: Hold on. That Barrett? But he died.
0: I know. Be careful.
4: Yeah, I'll I'll do that.
0: He crossed the room and went out into the hall, then up the stairs to the library. There was no doubt she'd be there. She always was. Dwayne entered gingerly and... Peeped through the thick vegetation. Since we'd moved in, a twisted forest had sprung up among the bookcases, centered around the iron pyramid that had been transplanted here for the undertaking of our mission. Lottie lay it at its center, carefully repositioning one of the pots from which the branches grew. Fed,
2: by sacrifice. So now he needs his own skin saved, is that it?
4: It's Barrett's brother. Or his cousin, twice removed or something. Sounds like he's doing this just to get to you.
2: Well, let's not disappoint him then. She rose and put on her black ritual vestment.
0: Or as the press liked to say, her super suit. They'd taken a shine to New Orleans' very own vigilante since she made her first appearance, coming up with all sorts of colorful monikers for her. I can't even remember half of them now. The one that stuck was Lady Justice. On account of the blindfold, of course. And I suppose, the ruthless dispensing of punishment to evildoers. Maybe those newspapers were onto something. Of course, none of them had any idea of the true nature of our dark mission. The tens of thousands of souls still left to be claimed. Now, it didn't take long for Lottie to ready herself and climb up to the roof. Dwayne following with a portable radio transmitter in
2: hand ready
4: yeah just try to ease into it this time all right
2: <laughs> come on dwayne
4: hold on i ah! what happened
2: to easing into it i did didn't you feel it
0: precarious as his position seemed dwayne was quite safe riding on the coattails of lottie's cloak as she sailed over basin street headed for lafayette square with the speed and grace of a bird inside the elegant marble atrium of the new orleans city hall her query was growing impatient. You wouldn't have to wait much longer.
5: She better be coming, that's all I'll say. You bet your bottom dollar she's coming, you good for nothing. Coming to give you what you deserve, that is.
6: But, say, Mr. Hare, that's just what I want. See, revenge is what I deserve, and you better believe I'll get it.
5: What slight have you suffered at that young lady's hands that you so demand retribution? She
6: killed my brother in Juarez. He had the whole Mexican mob down there, scared stiff. Just one step away from being the boss of the whole outfit. We was all real proud of him, and especially Ma. Then some blind broad comes along and whacks him just like that. No respect. No nothing. You don't do that. You just don't do that,
5: hear? Yeah? Seems your brother was a particularly repellent representative of the lowest class of humanity, rather like you. I don't doubt she was justified in giving him what he deserved. Shut your trap!
6: I'd walk you right now if I didn't that bigger. Barrett. You called?
5: You bet I did! You gotta answer for your crimes! Young lady, don't listen to this man. He's clearly out of his mind. I am
6: not! I am perfectly sane for your information! If you
2: want me. I'll surrender, but only if you let him go first. Talk to me,
4: Dwayne. What's happening? Uh, she's facing him down. He's holding the mayor at gunpoint. She says she's gonna surrender.
6: Oh. did
2: see that goes. Let him go. Now.
5: Sure, whatever. Tell us, mayor. Thank the lord.
6: Boys, see that man!
2: No, I made a promise. You were shot.
4: He's got a gun to her head. Ethel, I think he's going to (laughs) shoot.
1: Who
6: is that? (laughs) This is my bad brother, you crazy Huh?
2: There's your shot.
4: I hope you found it
2: satisfying. What? Ah!
4: She's got him. She's flying back out the window. Gosh, she tossed him just like a fastball. Boys, follow
5: me.
0: Though no one inside could see it, Lottie's throw sent Barrett on a flying collision course with the ground of Lafayette Square. A lamppost got in the way, however, resulting in his body slamming sickeningly against the metal, then flopping down in full view of the gathering crowd outside. Lottie herself landed gracefully next to the Henry Clay statue and soon found herself thronged by reporters and policemen. Mayor Walmsley and his retinue practically sprinted to get her, Twain hard on their
2: heels.
5: Why do you choose to fight crime?
2: How do you feel about the rule of law?
5: Gentlemen, gentlemen! Mr. Mayor, comments on your nerve-clenching ordeal? Well, it was nerve-clenching, I'll tell you that, but I'm just glad I had a savior on hand to keep me from the worst. You mean to say, Mr. Mayor, you support the unlawful actions of this vigilante? I am a believer in the rule of law, gentlemen, but we in the state of Louisiana have a fine tradition for upstanding citizens taking justice into their own hands. When the fellows in government won't get things done, sometimes it's up to folks like you and this fine young lady here to save the day.
0: Is that a reference to the kingfish, Mr. Mayor?
5: No, I'm not going to answer that. Senator her and I... Excuse me.
0: <sighs> with a single stride, she leapt off into the sky once more. Duane was left amid the boisterous crowd, watching her zoom away into the distance with the rest of them. He sighed in resignation. Hundreds of miles away in a stately office in Washington, D.C. The repercussions of what had transpired that day were still being felt. Huey Long, senator and prospective presidential candidate, was sorting through a pile of envelopes when a grizzled man with shifty eyes entered his office. The kingfish looked up, and his face broke out into a smile.
7: Ah, Raymond! Sit down, won't you? How the hell are you? I'm fine, thank you, fine. What's that? I said I'm fine, uh, thank you. And the wife? Yeah, she's fine, too. Thank you.
8: No, thank you, Raymond, for making the trip out here. <laughs> I hope you didn't trip on any vipers on the way through the Senate, huh?
7: <laughs> well, it's uh, it's no bother, Senator. I uh, even slept on the train a little.
8: <laughs> the train, you say? My good man, aren't you aware of the amazing new invention?
7: The aeroplane? Well, I- I'm sorry, Senator. I just can't stand planes. I can't stand them. Feels like the Earth's just cracking open every time I get on. Makes my pancreas go all funnies.
8: The pancreas, huh? Uh,
7: yeah, yeah. Well,
8: yeah. to each man his own. Now, I suppose you're wondering why the hell I called you over.
7: I guess I thought you'd tell me when I got here.
8: Well, you're here, right? So now I'm going to tell you.
7: Oh, uh, yeah, that, that, that it figures.
8: <clears throat> You've seen this, I suppose? The Times-Picayune, the Washington Post, the New York Times! I got a whole bunch of them in the back, all with that flyin' freakin' nature on the front page.
7: Oh wow, that's a uh, that's really something, huh?
8: I don't believe you fully appreciate what this means for our endeavor, Raymond. Walmsley got himself photographed with a little squirt. The Choctaw boys are milking this for all it's worth! They might even get another term out of it, the sons of
7: bitches! But, uh, don't you think maybe it'll just, uh, all blow over?
8: Two-headed calves and affairs between congressmen and a whore's blow over, Raymond. But not blind girls who fly and throw gangsters out windows. This is something else entirely. I need you to put a stop to it.
7: I mean, uh, you, you think I should, you know, you know, like 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 we did with Simpson?
8: Now, Raymond, don't be so crude. You're the head of the state militia now. You're above such things.
7: Oh, yeah, of course, of course. That's for sure, uh, Senator. So, uh, what? Uh... Here's what you do
8: Take your boys back into town, get in Walmsley's face, and uh, make him flinch. He'll call that girl out as soon as things get tough. That's when you take her out of the picture.
7: All right, that makes sense. You
8: think you got all that straight, Mr. Adjutant?
7: Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, there's, there's just one little thing that worries me, though. What's that? Well, this article here says she took a bullet to the forehead and uh, shrugged it off like it was nothing. How do you kill somebody like that? <laughs>
8: Don't believe everything you read, Raymond. Newspaper men gotta make a living like the rest of us, you know. A year ago, all the big ones were calling me a demagogue. If you can believe it, I'd have taken offense if any voter I gave a damn about knew what that meant. Huh?
7: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, if you say so, Senator, I'll just see myself out.
8: Give the wife my regards and all the boys back in Louisiana, too. Tell them I'll be back soon. Soon as I'm done draining the swamp of Washington, D.C. All right, maybe not too soon.
0: Fleming nodded uncertainly and shuffled out. Long turned away from the envelopes and pulled out a notebook, the manuscript for his future autobiography, beginning, naturally, with his ascent to the White House. He hardly expected Lottie Lerman to rewrite his grand story before it was even finished. As he scribbled away, she sat in contemplation in her tangle of greenery, still in full ritual attire. Something was pulling her from the unborn realm that lay inside her. Something not quite dead. Focusing intently, she ventured within and found herself in that warm darkness once more. Unlike the last times, she was alone here. Or perhaps not quite.
2: Heat us. 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 Who's there? This is my domain. I have not given you leave to be here. We require no leave. Where are you? I can't see you. We cannot be seen. Don't tell me. Invisibility? That's a dirty trick. Not even that. We have no form. No form? How is that possible?
1: This is Slumberland, girl. What is impossible?
2: Fair enough. But who are you? And what do you want from me?
1: We are the priestesses
2: of the Sightless Oracle. It is our sacred duty to anoint the Onerina. I appreciate the
1: effort, but I don't need your anointing. Not so fast. That is not the end of our purview. We are charged with guiding the Sainted One through the rites of world-making according to the codes of the Sovereign. The Sovereign is an old joke. I
2: follow my own path. Heretic! You can't frighten me. Your shades,
1: nothing more. Careful, girl. The more you feed this larval universe, the more real we become. A little more and we'll have faces again. And feet
2: and fists bring you in line.
1: Three against one. I like Leo's odds. Don't forget everyone else. Uh, no.
5: no.
0: Of straining to keep it from bursting, and keeled back, returning to our world. I had heard the yell from downstairs and bounded there to help. I found Lottie breathing raggedly on the floor, her blindfold cast aside, and as bewildered as I'd ever seen her, when she looked at me, I realized who was before me. Ethel?
2: Where am I? There was... Mexico, and, and then I... I don't remember. It's just like it was before.
0: You're not well, lot In fact, you're very sick. Delirious.
2: What are those trees? Whose house is this?
0: We found it abandoned. This used to be a red-like district called Storyville. Then the city made local business illegal. It's taken a turn for the worse since then.
2: I don't understand. Why do I feel like I'm... Misalota! No. It be, I'm all right. Are you sure about that? I am the Oneronot, Ethel. There is no... Oh, What was that? Calm down.
0: Let me explain. Tell her the truth. She has a right to
2: hear it. Zita! Not now. Let me deal with this. Madam Zetzner, did something happen to me down there? When the major broke the icon, and J.F. and I went to I can't, Ethel, Ethel, don't let me fall. I've got you. I've got your hand. You'll be
0: fine.
3: Listen to me. Everything will be all right. Lottie, there's another being inside you—a you that isn't you. The seed of it was there from the moment you were born. Something's
2: brought it to the fore. What do you mean? Uh, so, like, uh... A... Yeah, enough of this. I have a job to do. You can't keep her prisoner. She's her own person. You don't understand. She is with me always. We are inextricable. I care for her as a mother does, as her own mother did. So let her out. At least sometimes. What's the harm in that? At this stage, I am the one who must be foremost. Her emergence is unnatural. There are strange things at work in my world to be. Holdovers from the world that was, I suspect. You should be careful. There are nasty
0: things down there.
2: Nothing I can't handle. 68,278 souls remain. I cannot rest. Goodbye. You stay
0: holed up all this time, reading and listening to records, then come out just to pull a stunt like
3: this? Ethel! The Lottie we searched for all that time! She's still gone! Our work isn't over yet. You're right
0: there. She can't rebuild Slumberland all on her own. She could use your help, if you weren't so busy mapping out that maniac's verses.
3: Listen to me. What Pratchett saw, even with his mind fractured, it can tell us things about that world even Lottie has no way of knowing.
0: Like what? Blessed are the meek. Let my people go. He was a madman, Zita. Leave the pest behind. There's nothing good
3: to be found there. Don't be too eager, Ethel. The past has much to teach us, if we're willing to listen. Perhaps there's something
4: you're hiding from. What's going on? I saw her going up to the roof. The cops call again?
0: No, nothing, Duane. Just the Conab's fighting again. Good night.
4: What's eating her? Miss Zetzner?
3: (sighs) She can't see it. There's something blinding her. What is it? The greatest blindfold of all, dear boy. Love.
4: Huh. what, What do you think is the matter with her?
3: From what I've read... I can hazard a guess. Meet me at the Tulane Avenue and South Rampart Street at noon tomorrow. I have something to show you.
4: But that's... that's in Chinatown, right? What does that have to do with anything?
3: The first clue, Duane. Any mystery is only a mathematical problem yet unsolved. All we need to do is approach it rationally, and eventually the answer makes itself known.
4: But what if there is no answer? Dear boy,
3: there's always an answer. If you think there isn't, it's your mind that needs solving first.
0: And that, I believe, is when Duane began to doubt. Meanwhile, Thomas Semmes Walmsley, mayor of New Orleans, was outraged. He left his office for lunch at the Choctaw Club and found an unexpected sight on the stairs of City Hall. Three dozen state militiamen, sitting and having their own lunch on the steps.
5: What's the meaning of this?
7: Mm-hmm.
5: I asked, what's the meaning of this? Has a crime been committed?
7: Mm, uh, yeah, yeah.
5: Is it so extreme in its perversity that it merited such an extensive deployment of National Guardsmen?
7: Yeah, um... Uh, uh, Governor Allen sent us to uh, restore order after all that uh, excitement in the square yesterday.
5: Does it look as if order needs restoring?
7: Uh, Governor Allen said
5: that... Enough uh, of that Governor uh, Allen foolishness. I know damn well who sent you. Tell Long I will not be intimidated by these un-American Bolshevik tactics of his.
7: Uh, but what, 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 what's so Bolshevik about a, about a muffaletta? I mean, me and me and the boys are just enjoying the local cuisine, Mr. Mayor. Uh, been a whole year since we were down here in these parts, you know?
5: Oh, I remember. You attempted to subvert the democratic process in the city. Unsuccessfully, thank God. What's Long planning now? Uh,
7: yeah, I am. Uh, I don't know what, what, what you, me, me. What's that? I, I said. I said. I don't know what you mean. Uh, s- Senator Long's in Washington doing some uh, uh, s- swamp draining. I think.
5: That's it. I'm done talking to stooges. Tell your men they'll leave as soon as they're finished eating.
7: I. was. I, w- I was going to tell them that.
5: Good. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have more important things to attend to.
0: His weathered face red with rage. Mayor Walmsley stormed back into his own city hall in a fury. He ran into his secretary on the way back to his office, prompting confusion at his sudden and ill-tempered return.
2: Sir, I thought you'd...
5: Never mind that, Margot. Call George Raya this instant. I'll see him in my office.
2: Yes, sir. What shall I tell him that's concerning?
5: you will see when he comes up the steps. Tell him to bring some boys in blue, too, so we can feel a little safe in here.
2: How many, approximately? Say,
5: 50 or so.